This is a Scream Queen production. I'm Jen Carpenter, and this is So Dead Podcast. Happy Taco Tuesday, everybody. If you are by chance indulging in a taco or 10, I'm not judging. At the moment, uh, I'm going to go ahead and suggest that you pause me for a few and finish your lunch before you listen, because today's taco break is grotesque. What's it about? Feet. Severed feet. Lots of them. Washing up on the shores of the Salish Sea in the Pacific Northwest in Canada for decades. No big deal, right? Super chill. So let me ask this. How many times have you seen a lone shoe in the road and wondered what kind of life its owner must have led? Now, imagine picking up said random shoe and finding a human foot inside. Could you even? Like, I would die. Feet are gross anyway. Like, attached human feet, even pedicured feet. Feet are gross. But severed Decaying feet in an old shoe. Oh, ew! I don't. Even, I don't even know why I'm doing this as a taco break topic. Honestly, it grosses me out so much. But we're in it, so let's keep going. The Salish Sea is a network of coastal waterways connected to the North Pacific Ocean. To see it on a map, it looks a little bit like a hook coming out of the Pacific and then kind of wrapped around Vancouver Island in Canada. The Salish Sea essentially separates southwest British Columbia from Washington, the state of Washington, at the very tippy-top northwest corner of Washington. If you need a better description than that, pull out a map, buddy, because I am not a geographer. So this odd phenomena began on August 20th, 2007 on Jedediah Island in British Columbia. A family vacationing from Washington found a white and blue mesh running shoe on the beach. One of the members of the family, a young girl, picked up the shoe, opened the sack inside, and found the remains of a human foot. Can you even imagine? Mommy, look, what's this? Oh, it's fucking blood and guts and bone. I can't. It was determined that the shoe was a size 12 Adidas campus shoe that was produced in 2003 and primarily distributed in India, uh, and it was a man's right foot inside. DNA analysis linked the foot to a man who went missing in early 2007. The second severed foot was found six days later and 55 miles away on August 26, 2007, by a couple on Gabriola Island, which is also in British Columbia. Once again, it was a white, size 12 men's sneaker, but it was another right foot. So it, it wasn't the matching foot to the one they'd found just a few days before. It was a totally different person's foot, uh, and it was a Reebok, not an Adidas. So yeah, it belonged to someone else. This shoe was produced in 2003 and primarily distributed in North America. DNA linked this foot to a man who went missing in 2006. Could you even imagine that? Like you're at the police station, you get a phone call. Hey, we found a foot on a beach, dude. Gross. Disgusting. That sucks. 
And then six days later, another call from a beach nearby. Hey, we found a foot on a beach. So you're obviously automatically thinking like, oh, there's the other foot. And then you get there and it's not the other foot. It's someone else's foot. That would be, no, this is why I don't do police work. I can't handle that kind of drama in my life. Let's be real. There are about a million reasons I don't do police work, and that is probably very low on the list, but I digress. Um, So the third right foot in a shoe was found five months later and less than nine miles away on February 2nd, 2008, on the shores of Valdez Island, once again in British Columbia. The shoe was a white and blue Nike running shoe, size 11, sold in Canada and the U.S. between February 1st, 2003 and June 30th, 2003. This foot, they identified quickly, it belonged to a 21-year-old man that had disappeared from Surrey, British Columbia in 2004. So there's a pattern here, right? Three men's right feet found on the beaches of the same body of water in less than six months' time. All of them were white or white and blue running shoes, The biggest difference between them was the brand, one Adidas, one Reebok, one Nike. So not a brand snob, this serial killer that laps off people's feet. Authorities were baffled and the media was starting to pick up on it. A fourth blue and white sneaker with a right foot inside was found just over four months later and 25 miles away on May 22, 2008 on Kirkland Island in British Columbia. This foot, though, belonged to a woman. The shoe was a size 7 New Balance sneaker manufactured in 1999. It belonged to a woman who disappeared in April 2004. Less than a month later, on June 16, 2008, the first left foot was found by two hikers on Westham Island about 20 miles away from where its twin, foot number 3, was found months earlier. So feet number three and number five belonged to the same person. And we finally got a match. I feel like that would be like that. Do you remember the game Memory when we were kids? I feel like that would be the first match that you just accidentally flipped over. You know, two cherries. Got it. Two feet. Finally matching. So as news of the feet being discovered started to hit the media circuit, rumors of a serial killer that had a weird thing about chopping off feet began to run rampant. But experts had a much simpler explanation. Authorities believe that all of the owners of the feet died uh, and then wound up in the water either by accident or suicide and claimed that the feet detached as part of the natural decomposition process. So the ankle is very weak, which means that in a condition where the body is not secure, say it's floating in a body of water for months or years, that foot is eventually just going to fall right off because the ankle is so weak. Uh, I would imagine other parts start to fall off as well. But the difference about feet is that they have this rubber shoe attached to them, which is buoyant. So it acts as a floating device. So these waterlogged bodies are down in the muck and the murk, and I can't even think about it. I'm a very visual person, so this is not going well for me right now. But these bodies are down in the depths of these, you know, bodies of water. And then the foot detaches and the shoe attached to the foot brings it right back up to the surface. And that's why they were washing ashore. Uh, It also, the, the shoe helps to preserve the foot. So whereas other parts of the body may have been attacked by, you know, fish and other wildlife, the foot in the shoe 
is the, the best preserved part. Gross. So that first foot that was found uh, actually belonged to a man who had left home during a bout of severe depression. And he was believed by his family to have taken his own life even long before his body was found. So that death was ruled suicide. Feet number three and five belonged to a man whose death was ruled as not suspicious. Uh, His cause of death was believed to be either suicide or misadventure. Foot number four, which was later connected to foot number seven, um, those feet belonged to a woman who jumped from the Petulo Bridge in New Westminster, British Columbia in 2004 and committed suicide. So they were ruling out homicide in a lot of these cases. Um, But still, real weird. Since 2007, there have been 20 documented cases of severed feet washing up on the shores of beaches connected to the Salish Sea, all in British Columbia or Washington, most of them singles, kind of like the lone sack in the dryer, right? Lone feet on the beach. Gross. Uh, Only a few pair of feet were found, so only a few got their match. The most recent discovery was actually on New Year's Day 2019, on Jetty Island in Everett, Washington. Beachcombers found a human foot in a boot and called authorities. DNA matched the remains to a young man from Everett, Washington by the name of Antonio Neal, who had disappeared in December of 2016, so three years prior. Neal had experienced homelessness, drug addiction, and time in jail in the months prior to his disappearance, Um, but his family does believe he was the victim of foul play, although... uh, authorities believe otherwise. Most of the feet have been matched to an owner, although some of the remains are still unidentified. The feet belong to men, women, and even in some cases children. The manner of death has been ruled accidental or suicide in all of the cases. There are theories that some of the feet belong to victims of plane crashes or victims from the 2004 tsunami in Indonesia, which that is a really long way for a whole lot of feet to travel and then end up on the same beach. I don't buy that one at all. Uh, While experts do concede that finding all of these feet and no other body parts is almost beyond explanation, they do all agree and insist that the foot phenomena of the, did I say that right? Phenomena? It's a hard word. Um, That the foot phenomena of the Salish Sea is an act of nature. It is not the act of a serial killer with a foot fetish. I don't know if I believe that, but okay. To me, though, the scariest part of all of this is that there are that many bodies just rotting away in the water, and we only find out when the feet break free and float back up to the surface, preserved in Nikes and Reeboks. Yuck. This is why... The older and the more paranoid I get, I only go swimming in bodies of water where I can see the bottom, like pools. Sure, there's a ton of pee in it, but I prefer pee to decaying corpses. Thank you very much. You're not changing my mind on that. And now that I've ruined your appetites for the day, I bid you all adieu. Stay safe out there, guys. And keep shining, you magnificent what the fucks. 